Trainer Talks and Tales acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Turrbal and Yugara people of Mianjin. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Trainer Talks and Tales love having an array of guests with a variety of opinions. However, the views of the individuals do not necessarily reflect the perspectives of the host facilities. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another year of Trainer Talks and Tales. Welcome to 2024. We're very happy to be back with you all. Uh, I'm Tess, and this is Daisy. Hi, guys. We are exactly like Tess said, so excited to be back. And we really hope that you all had an amazing Christmas, whether you were with family or I can assume that a lot of you were probably working. Uh, We're really Mm -hmm. excited to get straight back into recording. We have lots of really fun topics and lots of guests planned for this year. Hey, Tess. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for our first episode back, we thought it'd be a bit more of a chill one, just a little bit of a catch up. On the past, you know, month or so, I'm sure you've been missing us uh, <laughs> having no train talks and tales apps for a few weeks. You must all be so lost. <laughs> but yeah, we just want to chat a little bit about some of our goals for 2024, uh, what's been happening in our lives, our ins and outs. And yeah, it'll be a bit of a shorter episode than normal, but it'll be just as good. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still recovering a little bit from a very long cold and I still sound a little bit like a boy, um, but it's fine. So please apologize for this. <laughs> please apologies from me for this week. <laughs> a husky, sexy voice. I, I kind of yeah. like it, Daisy. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> um, but always, like we always like to mention, if you guys want to come on the podcast or you have guests that you think would be great or topics that you think we should cover, please reach out because we're always looking for new ideas and new people that we can chat to. But Tess, I reckon it's time that we catch up a little bit. So I know you've had an amazing Christmas. So tell us all what you've been up to. Oh, yeah, it was so good. I mean, classic chaos, you know, we're seeing all the family and this, that and the events and the other, but I worked Christmas Day and it was so much fun. Um, it was only a short shift, so I, I bloody love working Christmas. It's always fun. And yeah, uh, my big news, as some of you might know, or some of you, yeah, might not know, um, I actually am pregnant. So this year, there's going to be a third Trainer Talks and Tales co-host, and um, she'll be here in June. So, so that made our <laughs> that made our Christmas a little bit more special. So that's very exciting. Yeah, it's been a really special few months for you, and I'm just so excited for you to be able to come and mom and have our third co-host mainly that'll be great well I just wanted to say too if you were ever listening to any of last year's episodes and you're like wow Tess can't string a sentence together that's my disclaimer so I've been I've had two brain cells just clanging around together the last few months and it would always be right before we'd record a podcast I was like oh my god um so yeah if you just thought that I wasn't very smart one I might not be but two I'm usually better when I have full brain capacity. and, and not Mainly like because you've been having eight cat, cat naps and most of them yes. just before we start recording on the podcast. Honestly, yeah. Daisy will like call me and she, or like text me and be like, hey, I'm recording with um, blah, blah in five minutes. And I would be asleep. I'd have to wake up. But okay, game face. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so anyway, fine. apologies for that. Um, but how was your Christmas day? <laughs> You're in the UK with your family. I imagine it was yeah. incredible. 
Yeah, Christmas was incredible. I was really lucky to be able to fly back to the UK. Um, so I'm from England originally. I've been here for about 12 years now. Um, but all my family and everyone is still in England. So we generally try and catch up with them normally about once a year. And they were here um, last November for my wedding. Um, but this year was even more special because I actually took my husband's family with us as well. So we all got to have Christmas together, which was really special. No snow unfortunately, which was a bit disappointing, but the weather was beautiful. We only had one day of rain, so we were able to be out and about throughout the whole trip, which was really cool. Um, but before we got to the UK, we had a bit of a stopover in Dubai. And if anyone's ever traveled to England or to Europe, you generally have to stop in Dubai, Abu Dhabi or Singapore most of the time. And generally when we go back, we just do the two hour stopover. Let's get back to the UK as quick as we possibly can. Um, but this year, I had to stop in Dubai because I was so excited that they'd opened the brand new SeaWorld in Abu Dhabi. So the only reason that we stopped was so that we could visit that. And it was insane. So I hope you don't mind. Molly, Molly it looked so good. <laughs> uh, like I'm going to tell you a little bit about it because I could talk about it for ages, but I'm just going to chat through some of the highlights and I could not recommend it more. Tess and I talk all the time about our favorite facility being Singapore Zoo. I have to say that this now easily outdoes Singapore Zoo. So Tess, you've got to get out there to definitely visit as well. Um, so it's in Abu Dhabi, like I mentioned, so it's about an hour drive from Dubai. So super, super easy to get to. So there's a variety of different rooms that focus in on different species. Um, so for example, we have like the Antarctic room, which has six species of penguins. They currently have over 100 individuals, and I'm pretty sure they mentioned that the habitat is capable of housing up to 600 penguins, which is crazy. When I work with 17 penguins every day, I'm like, <laughs> that is a lot. But no, that is, that's a huge amount of animals. Um, they have a tropical room, which is incredible. That's where they have the dolphins, they've got flamingos, and then they have a huge area that's full of free fly birds, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, and then they have the Endless Ocean, which was by far my favorite room. That's kind of where you're going to see all the fish, um, sharks, rays, etc. But their habitat for their animals is 24 meters deep, which is the largest in the world, I'm pretty sure. It takes 35 minutes if you want to dive to the bottom to swim around the whole thing. And it's just done incredibly well. There are so many beautiful spots that you can go in and out to see all the animals, They've got submarines in there. You can dive in there. You can swim with all these nice. animals. So if you haven't seen the photos, like just look at the photos of that habitat because it will blow your mind what's capable of being done. Um, they have Rocky Point, which is full of seals, which is really cool. Um, they have an Abu Dhabi ocean, which is an area that's just full of animals that are native to that area, which I thought was really interesting. And then they have the polar um, or the Arctic, I guess, section as well, which I loved because that was where the walruses and the sea otters and some true seal species were found too. And we actually did a walrus and a sea otter encounter as they're two animals that I've never met. So they were two that I was absolutely dying to meet and they did not disappoint. They are incredible species and we got to learn heaps from the trainers. Um, thankfully, due to this incredible industry, Everyone kind of knows everyone and I was able to reach out to a couple of people that I knew and got a little bit of VIP treatment, which was really special too. So it was great to learn um, a little bit more about the facility, how it runs. One thing I thought that was really interesting that they spoke about was a lot of the time people work generally sort of like an eight to nine, eight, like seven to nine hour shift. 
but they found that the sea otters, they generally forage and are quite active for about 16 hours of the day. So they actually have their staff working 12 hour, uh, 12 hour shifts um, or pe different people kind of crossing over so that the animals have access to staff food, enrichment, et cetera, over a 12 hour period instead of a seven or eight hour period, um, which I thought was really interesting. So really cool for the animals. And the other thing that I thought was really interesting is obviously this whole facility is completely inside. And when we went to the war section, it was quite dark. Um, and when I was speaking to the trainers, it's obviously their polar night season naturally in the wild. So they have their light cycles based on obviously whatever light cycle is happening out in the wild. So it's quite dark for them. And then come summertime, they have that light cycle, which lasts a whole lot longer of almost throughout the entire day. So it was really cool to see them replicating those wild environments. The habitats and the designs, the theming is beyond anything I've seen before. It is like Disneyland for animals plus their rescue area is completely state-of-the-art like I've never seen you know facility like that in the size that they have um, which was amazing James who's my husband is studying medicine and he knows a lot about different medical equipment and he was saying that some of the equipment for these animals he's not seen in hospitals or there's some of the newest stuff that he's ever seen so it's really cool to see just how much money and it is a lot of money that has gone into building this um sanctuary for animals and it's yeah it's incredible so i highly recommend going to abu dhabi to see sea world there oh you sold it for me i was living vicariously through you i was like clicking through like obviously i'm not even a marine gal but i was like holy guacamole i gotta get there like that that looks so good. And yeah, like you said, the amount of like cash that has been splashed in these um, exhibits yeah. is just like incredible. Yeah, <laughs> so I cool. think they said it was about $3 billion that it costs to make, which is wild. Billion. $3 billion. Oh. So, and you can see it, like it's money very, very well yeah. spent. Um, and probably yeah. actually one of the cool things, sorry, I missed was that the dolphins are co-housed with, they share the habitat with different fish species. And one thing that they're trying to lead the way in is creating life support systems that are suitable for cohabited exhibits like that. So really interesting to see, you know, the dolphins doing their presentations whilst there's lots of fish swimming around in the water too. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I'll put it on my um, bucket list. Probably not this year, but um, yeah. <laughs> if you're ever traveling through, sure. yeah, I appreciate yeah. it's not that close, but if you're ever traveling through, Dubai's beautiful. It's You can do it all in sort of three or four days. Um, but definitely stop so that you can go to SeaWorld. And it will be really interesting to go back in a couple of years and see just how much they've developed their presentations because that's still very new. Um, a lot of the animals were still in learning, like with the dolphins, they're still using ice or target poles for direction with those behaviours, just getting them used to their new habitats. So it'll be really cool to go back in a couple of years and see just how much they've advanced their presentations. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, really cool. But anyway... Sorry, I babbled on a little bit, but I was just very excited no, about it. I love that. You can tell how excited you are. And you're like, and then there was this, and then there was that. Like, yeah. I love it. It's so good. Um, That's passion speaking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Honestly, yeah. And if you, even if you're not into marine life, I, it's so worth a visit outside of that anyway. Um, but anyway, Tess, let's talk about 2024 because we are first week into January. We are both back at work, back to the grind. What sort of work goals do you have for yourself and for your team this year? Um, well, uh, I worked New Year's Eve and I worked New Year's Day and I got there New Year's Day first thing in the morning, 6.30 in the morning and I sat down, um, my friend and I was like, 
we're not doing anything like we'll check the birds obviously they're all all well and good <laughs> let's sit down and let's write down some goals I love a list um and I love goals so we sat down for like 45 minutes just writing these goals and you know the sky was the limit and we're just like we can make it happen because as we said on a previous episode last year we actually did all of our goals um that we wrote last year except one and so that one's back on the list this year. <laughs> nice. It's, um, it's back on. I'm going to do it this year. But, um, yeah, we wrote down some things. Uh, like I won't go too much into detail, but it's basically um, a black kite will be catching on the wing this year. So black kites um, will naturally feed gregariously in, in big groups. So they'll catch their food in their feet and pass it to their beak in like a sneaky beaky transfer. Um, and... Uh, yeah, one of our kites, he's just been landing on the glove for people um, in the shows because he's quite new. So we we're just building up a rapport with all his trainers. But now that he's got that rapport, um, it would be really cool to have some new skills. So to have him fly around and catch on the wing would just be awesome. So um, we hope to do that. Um, we want to do uh, a few more cool things in terms of like natural um, behaviors. So we've, we've got this really sick tree hollow um at the back of our stage that we acquired but i couldn't train the barking owls to fly in it because it was breeding season for a very long time so even when they walked past it they're like "Ooh, (laughs) i would like to go in there and lay some eggs i'm like no we're not laying eggs in a show (laughs) Um, so now that um breeding isn't the forefront of their mind um we can train them to fly in there after the show and talk about the importance of tree hollows. So um, that would be really nice. Uh, We have some big goals to have some of our other barn owls do some sound training. Um, So uh, I'm not sure if you've heard, but we do some sound training with our barn owls at Lone Pine. So I would like all of our barn owls to have the ability and the um, opportunity to do that. Um, I just want to do lots of cool stuff with our falcons too. We have taken them off site to chase the drone. We also have a robotic bird called Rocro that we fly around. Life's just gotten so busy and I think with acquiring new birds slash COVID and just general busyness at work, um, the fun stuff, I should say, like flying a robotic bird or like a drone has kind of like taken a, a step back. Um, so going on the back burner a bit. So I'd like to do more of that. And um, like, yeah, I mean, it's so enriching for our falcons to chase that. They fly very differently to when they're chasing a lure that we will manually swing on the stage. So a bit more of that would be cool. Um, making a bit more of a conscious effort to um, just have a bit more involvement with the sanctuary and walking around and flying birds over people's heads because they're the experiences that people remember you know like they're just walking to um a different habitat and we're just flying a barn owl over their heads and they're like oh wow so I'd like to make a really exerted effort to have some pretty special encounters for our guests as they're walking around the sanctuary too so yeah that's some of my uh goals for for work so there's some other really big ones too but I realize as well I'm I'm leaving Lone Pine in four months so I was like all right guys I'll just handball this over to you <laughs> yeah no I feel like there's some great goals and like just a quick one Tess is not leaving she's just going on maternity no. just in case like yeah Ross. leave on maternity leave and then I'll be back with a vengeance and I hope that that list is crossed off yes. done. <laughs> yeah oh absolutely I feel like those are some really cool goals and like super motivating goals as well so I'm excited to hear about how you go with some of them 
Yeah, thank you. Let's see how we go. Now, um, I don't even know what this was. Daisy's very cool, but we're going to talk about ins and outs. So, Daisy, can you tell us through your ins and outs um, that you want to aim for personally this year? So I was also just thinking, I like I know I mentioned that I wasn't too sure about my goals earlier with work, but I just have a couple that I was thinking maybe I could chuck in because if I say them on the podcast, no, 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 don't be sorry then I know that I will try and stick to them because they're just a couple mm-hmm. that nowhere near as um, cool, like nowhere near as in-depth as yours. But I really liked how you said about those memories with the guests. So one of my things is to spend more time, like spend more time not necessarily behind the scenes and more time out and about chatting to people where I can just because I feel like yeah. that's when you have like the most interaction and you have like really positive interactions with people. So that's definitely something that I would like to focus on a little bit more in this year. Um, Mm -hmm. I also want to incorporate a little bit more training talk into our presentations, but in a way that is easy for people to digest the information and easy for people to understand who don't already have that sort of training background. So that's maybe something that I could focus on with the scripting. Um, And then I think I'm hoping that we're going to have a really fun new behavior that we're able to train with the penguins this year. Um, But it's kind of wait and see. And that's all I can say for now. keeping us interested I like yeah it. hopefully if it works out there's a few things that need to line up but it'll be really really exciting if we're able to do it um well not to like um knock you down a few pegs but sometimes they use training words that blow my little mind so <laughs> that when you add them into the script you have that like training for dummies book open written by yourself for tests so oh my god the audience understands no, um, no way. But I just think it's it's so important to like chat to people about why we train and what yeah you know, what we're training and everyone does it every day. But just to have a little bit more of an understanding that that we can communicate through our presentations would be really interesting. I think for sure, you just love your lingo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love a training chat, me. Anyway, <laughs> sorry to very rudely interrupt you. I have no, not at all. I um, I didn't even ask you about your goals. I was just like, let's do ins and outs because I don't know what this is. So anyway, yeah, was, what are your uh, ins and outs? Explaining what an ins and out was to test maybe five minutes before we started recording. <laughs> so these are like completely irrelevant to animals. So if you want to skip this, it's completely fine. People are like, okay, bye, things. <laughs> yeah, um, but a couple of my ins are saying no more because me and you are proliferant people pleasers so if we don't want to do Boy, something you just stole that off me oh, yeah did I actually I, it was told yeah, I told you mine before on my phone <laughs> okay well look at us go we're the same person so we both are all about that one um I want to do more day or like weekend trips I am going to unfollow people or accounts that don't really give me anything Actually, on Boxing Day, I unfollowed 400 accounts. 400. I know. I was like, who am I even following? So if you don't do that, I definitely recommend doing that to just like get rid of those people or, you know, people that just don't, not necessarily in your life anymore or just accounts that don't please you anymore just to give yourself a fresh start for the new year. Inns are like more beach days as well. That's something I slacked a little bit in 2023. So I'm all about my beach days. I love that. Yeah, you and your following accounts. I remember you telling me ages about all these accounts that you follow, and I was like, Daisy, look at my feed. And I like scrolled through, and it was just like a superb. There's like a fairy wren. There's like a Daisy's penguin. I was like, mate, you just gotta follow animal accounts, and it brings you complete joy because it's just 
people's yeah, animals. Um, no, but I think that's really good advice. It's easy to follow people that you're just like, ugh. Um, yeah, so absolutely. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Your ends. Well, What are you yeah, doing? my ends um, was personally, I'd like to do a bit more art this year. Um, I really like painting and I really like drawing um, all birds, of course. So I'd like to do a bit more of that. And yeah, lots of camping. I aimed for six camping trips last year and I did it. So it'd be great to do the same. Um, Outs, yeah, I mean, Daisy stole mine, but people pleasing, I'm the biggest people pleasing other than me. Yeah. And um, yeah, basically just not doing things that don't bring me joy and saying yes to things um, for other people's benefits. Sometimes people ask me to do something and I couldn't want to do it less. And I'm like, sure. So a bit less of that this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think honestly, my only out is not even that serious, but it was to stop rewatching binge shows and maybe watch some more new shows. <laughs> I'm not sure how long that one's going to last because I'm a repeat offender for Vampire Diaries and Gossip Girl, but we'll see. Oh, well, we won't even go there. Yeah. No. <laughs> and maybe outs are like the Training Talks and Tales episodes that we just ramble on. Yeah, true. We have no listeners right now. Everyone's everyone's gone. They don't care. But John John from Rossafari told us to be more ourselves and to just giggle, laugh more. So that's an in true. as well. Yeah, in. More laughs, more lols. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, that's about it from us this episode, guys. We hope that you have hung in there to the very end here. But we do have so many cool guests for you. Um, I'm really excited about this year. Um, we've got lots of um bird people i mean we've, we've we've seen a few marine people and we love it but um i have been told that i need to pick up the game in terms of raptors and birds and um yeah just having all this different taxa and and we've got some cool guests in terms of like vets um uh, vet students and yeah lots of different people within the industry or might, might be out of the industry now so stay tuned cool apps coming yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really excited about our guests that we have on next week as well. So definitely listen out for that one. Uh, we always love your support, guys. You can follow us on socials at Training Talks and Tales on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any queries or any feedback, feel free to send us an email. It's just trainingtalksandtales at hotmail.com. But that is us for now. So we look forward to speaking to you all next week. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye.